Welcome to the ABA Podcast, where your hosts, Andrea and Alejandra Alvarado. In today's episode, we'll be discussing the 1975 classic, One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. It was directed by Milos Forman. Let's get started. So, our main character, our protagonist, is named Randall McMurphy. Uh, right at the beginning, you get the sense that he's just a really, really bad guy. Uh, and that's because he's a criminal. Like, he committed a crime that was really bad. Uh, and he's just a really, a really awful, a really sarcastic and rude and crass person. All in all, he's just genuinely awful. He is not a good person. Um, and the whole reason that he's at the hospital is to get evaluated because uh, instead of going to the work camp, he's like, you know what, I'm going to plead insanity so I don't have to go. And so he does that and he gets into the hospital to be like evaluated um, and stuff, I think is what that doctor said. Um, and the doctor was Dr. Spivey, who's like, all right, we're going to keep you here for however long, and we're going to see if you can go back to the work camp or the jail, you know, to pay for your crime. And this dude is really bad. He is, like, super rude to the doctor, and when he meets one of the first people we meet, Chief, um... He is horrible towards him. Now, Chief is this really tall guy, and Chief is just a nickname because he's in, he's um, Native American, and so everyone calls him Chief, and they're like, yeah, he's mute and deaf, and he's very reserved. Like, he doesn't hang out with any of the other patients. A lot of the patients gamble and play cards and stuff, so they they have their own little groups, and they just hang out and things. Um, later on we meet we later on we meet Nurse Ratchet, who is like the the head nurse or whatever. She's supposed to run the whole place, and she is very bad at her job, like. She's supposed to be the person in charge, and yet she gets the other people to do her work for her. It's like, does she even have the degree? Does she even have credentials? Yeah. Can she even do her job correctly? And the answer is no. No, she honestly can't. Um, She, every once in, like, every once a week, she holds group therapy sessions and the group therapy sessions sound like a great idea you know you get everybody together they talk about their feelings they talk about you know how how their life is going what happened before but the thing with nurse ratchet is that she just doesn't she doesn't know when to stop or she does and she ignores it She's constantly getting the other characters to try and talk about their trauma, even though they clearly don't want to. And then when 
they try to go, oh, no, you know what? I think I'll save that little tasty morsel for next time. <laughs> She's like, no, you know what? You're gonna, you're gonna stay and you're gonna do this. You know, no ifs, ands, or buts about it. And because she is so controlling and manipulative, all of the patients fear her. Like, they won't go against her. They do everything she tells them to because they're afraid of what would happen to them. Um, yeah, she's also not a great person. She is genuinely awful. Um, and she's like the main antagonist, I would say. Like, if there is an antagonist of the movie, it's her. You know, um, even though, like, the main character and her, they're not really likable, but you still like one of them better than the other, you know? Which I thought was interesting. So, throughout the beginning of the movie, we meet, uh, we meet the very interesting people that are in the hospital, and one of those people is Billy Bibbit. So Billy Bibbit has a stutter, like a really, really bad stutter. Uh, he, we learn later in the movie that he suffers from depression and that he has a controlling mother. And the con- said controlling mother is friends with Nurse Ratched. Now, why is that important? You'll find out later on in this podcast. Um, so... McMurphy, even though he um, is, like, rude towards the patients, you know, they kind of form this friend group, this little, I'm going to say clique, because, like, everyone has their groups, right? Um, but they're, like, the main, they're the main people. They, the whole movie focuses on them and their little adventures and stuff, because McMurphy gets them into all sorts of trouble. Um, so throughout this, uh, throughout the beginning and particularly the middle of the movie, our protagonist, our main character, Randall McMurphy, is just trying and trying and trying to, the, her, him and Nurse Ratchet are playing this kind of, uh, game, sort of, where Randall is constantly trying to uh, make Nurse Ratched mad and to let, uh, to, he's trying to, he's trying to, um, like, defy her, like, be this rebellious, person and doesn't listen to anything that she has to say because he doesn't like her and she doesn't like him and that's just that's just how they are um yep so so throughout the movie randall keeps trying to do wilder and wilder things most which have to do with um, him taking his friend group outside of the hospital, which is not allowed. 
It is strongly discouraged. It is strictly prohibited. And yet, he tries to get them out of there. So, a lot of them are there voluntarily. There are some of them who, like, need to be there, but quite a bit of them are there of their own volition. They're like, yep, I'm, I'm here. I can leave anytime I want. Uh, but considering how controlling Miss Ratched is, or Nurse Ratched um, is, I'm not so sure that's true. Like, they claim that they can leave whenever they want, but I doubt she would let them. So, one of the main instances in which McMurphy tries to defy Nurse Ratched is it's sort of towards the middle of the movie, kind of beginning-ish, where we really start to see their their dynamic. So Randall decides, hey, the, the game is on, the World Cup is on, the world, the, the world, world series, the world series. I'm sorry, I'm not very uh, tech, football savvy. I'm not very football savvy at all. It's it's baseball. It's it's, it's, ba- the, it's the World Series. <laughs> I don't um, know sports. So 1963's the World Series is on TV, and he's like, I want to watch the game. Let me watch the game. So he tries to get the other patients, his friends, to vote on watching the game on the television and she's like you only have like eight people so you need to get like the majority and like there are 18 patients in the hospital or at least in that ward I think so um she's like sorry you don't have enough so he tries to get this guy in a wheelchair to like raise his hand and that doesn't work out and so he goes to cheap and he's like Hey, raise your hand, lift it up in the air, I want to watch the game, you know, and it works. Cheap raises his hand, and he's like, look, yeah, he did it, we have enough, and she still says no. So what he ends up doing is he stands in front of the TV, which is turned off, and he imagines what the game would be like. Like, he's kind of, he just, he tells it, he turns it into this big thing and everyone crowds around him and they're like screaming and yelling because it's the game, you know? The game is on, even though it really isn't and he's just making it all up just to mess with Miss Nurse Ratched. But they're all having like a fantastic time. It's probably uh, the most fun they've had, I think, at least up to that point in the movie. Um... So, Nurse Ratched gets really mad. She's like, why did you do that? You are the worst. Um, but that's not all. Um, later on in the movie, like, towards the middle or towards the end, kind of somewhere in there, um, McMurphy takes his friends and leaves the hospital. They steal a bus and they go to the docks. And they get on a boat, and they go fishing. Um, On this trip, he brings along a lady named Candy. Candy. I want to say her name is Candy. Um, There aren't very many female characters in this this movie, except for Nurse Ratched. 
So it's kind of hard to remember the names because there are so few of them. Um, anywho, uh, Candy. Candy comes along and is like, uh, McMurphy's, McMurphy's girlfriend, which is weird because it's like she looks young and later in the movie talks about, oh, this looks just like my high school, which is like, how old is this lady? Like, is this lady, you know, older than 18? Or is she a minor? Who knows? Because her age is kind of um, unspecified. Yeah. So she comes along on the fishing trip, and Billy, like, becomes infatuated with her. You know, like, he's, like, crushing on her and stuff, and he really likes her, and he's super nice to her, and she's super nice to him, so he's got a little bit of a crush, and... I don't know, I I thought that was nice. That was really good, because it's like, they're, I think they were a good pair. So, one thing we did forget to mention is that this movie has an all-star cast. Now, while not a lot of them were, while not a lot of them were famous at the time of this movie, it has, you know, it has Danny DeVito, it has Jack Nicholson... <laughs> it just it just has a lot of uh a lot of good it has a really strong a really good cast and this is important to mention because these are some of the people that he's taking on the boat they're in their main group yeah uh but that was sort of off topic let's kind of get back on topic with the one of the last things that McMurphy does. <laughs> Sorry, that sounded ominous. One of the last things that McMurphy does to defy Nurse Ratched. Uh, in order to defy Nurse Ratched. Once or, again. Or maybe just, you know, to um, be awful and make a mess and things. He invites two ladies. One is Candy. Uh, the other one, I don't remember her name. <laughs> but he invites them to the hospital. Like, he opens the window for them, and they climb in, and he bribes the night guard or whatever he was, and is like, we're going to have a party, and pe- they, drink, they drink alcohol, and they just have a good time. And- they have a ball, yeah. really. Uh, one thing that's also important to note is that like, McMurphy has been planning to escape for, like, this whole time, but he's never gotten a good enough chance for it. So, in the beginning, towards the beginning, he did have a plan, which involved throwing a sort of a big, like, water tank at the window so that it would break. Uh, but he wasn't heavy enough to pick that up. You mean it was too heavy and he wasn't strong enough? (laughs) Yeah, it was too... It was too heavy, and he wasn't strong enough to pick it up. Uh, continuing on with the party. So they're laughing. They're talking. They're drinking. They're drinking, which is a bad idea. Yeah. Um, so they throw this really big party. They almost get caught. They don't get... Uh, the party after that goes on without a hitch. It's good. It's fine. And then, like, somewhere towards the end of said party the night guard changes his mind because he sees like the mess and they totally tore the whole hospital 
up and he's like this is my job i could lose my job and it's like dude you accepted a bribe from this horrible dude it was only like Like, 20 bucks i know and it was all his fault it was well okay the party was mcmurphy's fault but the night guard letting them in was a bad idea yeah and he went along with it so if he loses his job it's his own fault so candy is there and this is important for i guess it kind of just this whole party sets off a, like a chain of events that leads to the awful ending it was awful it was uh, like, dreadful this movie is described as a drama or like a, a drama comedy drama like, yeah. but it's not like, what about this is funny if anything it's more like sad than it is funny um the ending really kind of hurts the ending hurts honestly um but candy being there sets up a chain of events in that billy dances with her billy dances with her they spend like the night dancing and they're slow dancing and it's really great it's really great i liked it i thought it was super cool that they got to dance and have fun and stuff But then you expect Candy and Randall and the other lady to just leave. Leave. You expect them to skedaddle, to hightail it out of there as one. If they could, if they could sneak the ladies through the window, why couldn't they just leave? And they plan to do so. They plan to leave and go to, like, just on some little remote corner of wherever they were headed and they were like you know what we're gonna um we're gonna just leave so bye-bye and then billy is like but but i'm gonna miss you you know and i'm gonna is candy gonna be there because i'm gonna go and he's like oh yeah you could you could you could go and he's like no i'm not ready um and that i'm not ready just everything Gets out of control after he says that. Uh, so basically, Candy and Billy are shoved into a room together. Uh, they're goaded by the other, patients. the other patients. Um, and then there's just kind of like a like a time skip. So they all fall asleep because mm-hmm. they're so drunk on alcohol. Yeah, they all fall asleep. They and then um some of the nurses and the uh guards and stuff come in that morning and, and they, they laugh like, and they laugh at them they're like look at these people they got drunk and they wrecked the place and they're just like ha 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 you know which like i don't get because like they're gonna have to clean it up right yeah as the staff of the hospital but it's funny that they were allowed to sneak past you know that they were so good they were oceans 11 level good they were not oceans 11 level good but um that it was funny to them that they were able to to do that even though it was something that would land them in enormous amounts of trouble so nurse ratchet finds out she yells she screams she's like oh my gosh who did this and no one is fessing up so then they're like okay let's count the let's count the patients let's make sure no one went missing and then they're like where is Billy? Where is Billy? So they search the rooms, 
for Billy, and they find him asleep in bed with the other lady. Candy. Candy, yep. And, and it, they're like, oh, ooh. They're like, no. Yikes. And then <laughs> Nurse Ratchet comes in, and she's, like, angry. But, like, she doesn't look mad. She she is, like, she's, but you can see that she's angry, you know? Like, her face is blank, but, like, her eyes are, like, staring daggers into your soul. Yeah. Uh, so Nurse Ratchet is like, who did this? Tell me, Billy. Billy. She singles out Billy. Yeah. She's like, Billy, who did this? And then he's like, well, you know, it was... It was McMurphy. And then he's like, oh. And then everyone's like, oh, you betrayed McMurphy. Yeah. But the reason he does this is because uh, Nurse Ratched is like, hey, Billy, I'm going to tell your mom. And Billy's like, no, no, don't tell my mother. Don't tell her, no. Uh, and then even after he tells her, he's like, Nurse Ratched. Even after Billy tells Nurse Ratched that McMurphy is to blame, Nurse Ratched is still going to tell his mother. She's still like, thanks for telling me. It's time to tell your mom. And <laughs> then she's like, you should have thought of that. You before- should have thought of not doing that before. Before you did it. Because now I'm going to tell your mom. And he he gets so, like, he panics. Like, he drops to his knees and he begs her, please don't tell my mother and his stutter gets worse and then they drag him away and they leave him unattended in the room which uh is bad because little content warning here big content warning uh earlier in the movie it's revealed that billy did try to commit suicide once upon a time which is not actually that long ago uh, uh, according to the events of the movie, and it's just really bad that they left him there. So, uh, a couple minutes later, you know, after they're finished chewing out, uh, the rest of the patients, Billy is still left alone in a room by himself. It's, uh, this nurse runs out coated in blood. It's just, like, everywhere. And we're like, oh my gosh, it must be Billy. And it was Billy. It was Billy. It was Billy. It was Billy. Billy had um, committed suicide. He did. Um, and this was devastating. It was awful. It was horrible. Like, and, like I walked out. I walked out of watching that movie crying. I was like sobbing and it wasn't great because i liked billy as a character and i was like i hope he's gonna be okay you know he's gonna he's gonna be fine for the most part he's gonna be you know alive and then he at the end he he wasn't and uh i was really sad about that so mcmurphy upon you know seeing that and uh, realizing it, he's like, oh, someone has to pay. And the someone in question that has to pay is Nurse Ratched. So he chokes out Nurse Ratched. You know, she almost loses consciousness. And it takes, like, three dudes to drag him away from, you know, trying to murder her. Yeah. And Chief steps in. No. 
Sorry, Chief does not step in. Wait. But I, I'm from, the... From my recollection, I do believe that Chief steps in at least for a moment, you know? Yeah. Like, correct me if I'm wrong, but I I think he does. He does. Um, uh, and then, so, basically... What's done is done, but Nurse Ratched decides, hey, let's, let's, you know, make this worse. So she sends, she sends McMurphy McMurphy away. And there's another time skip, and then it's like morning, or at least mid-afternoon, and one of the patients is like, I think McMurphy escaped. I think he escaped. He did it. He's finally gone. I saw him go through the hallway and punch out a couple of guards. You know, I think he made it. I think he's home free. And so they all get really excited because they're like, yeah, McMurphy, he escaped. Yeah. Big win for all of us. Except for one of the patients who was honestly... He was a good guy, but everyone, like, hated him for some reason, which I didn't understand. But he was like, no, he didn't escape. I saw him upstairs. Like, no, there's no way he escaped, you know? So, like, it turns to night, like, almost immediately. And these guards, like, walk McMurphy through the hallway and back to his own bed and it's clear as day that like something is wrong um so from you know context clues and all that stuff and the time period period we gather that mcmurphy has been lobotomized um lobotomy is awful they they should have stopped practicing it uh, they were, the hospitals were supposed to have stopped practicing it, and for the most part, I think they did, because it's, it's an inhumane process, it leaves people with, um, with a lot worse problems than they came in before. Yeah, like, they are physically unable to care for themselves, and it's really sad. So, McMurphy has been lobotomized, and Chief sees this, and he's like, you know what? I'm not going to leave without you. So, Mick, so she decides to suffocate McMurphy with a pillow. And this is another thing that is really sad because even though McMurphy wasn't the most likable character, like he was a genuinely horrible human being, he did not deserve his fate. No one deserves that fate. That was it's, it was it was, ugh. it was it was dreadful because was for dreadful. a moment there you had hope and you were like, no, you know what? McMurphy is just playing around. He's faking it because he he's the kind of person who would fake it. Yeah, fake just being for a totally, laugh. just for a laugh. So you're like, yeah, he's fine, and then it's like, no, actually, he's fine. And there's this really. A really emotional scene afterwards where uh, where Chief, Chief goes into the restroom. To and the- he picks up this giant concrete block 
which I guess is like a sink or something. It it has a purpose. You it's know? it's the same thing that McMurphy tried to pick up at the beginning. Uh, but Chief is the only one strong enough to be able to do it. So he picks it up and he lifts it like high above his head and he slams it into the window and it breaks open and he runs out and he runs out into the night and he runs away like far far away from the hospital and and it's it's a beautiful, it's a beautiful scene. scene it's a wonderful moment because he's free he made it and music is playing and you it's like i think it's the same music from the opening credits um except that was more ominous except that was more lighthearted ominous and triumphant and it was great and you can kind of see the sun rise and you know everything's gonna be okay for chief or at least that's the that's the feeling you get from it and one of the one of the patients um who is a recurring character like he shows up more than once he looks out the window and he's like he did it he did it and he screams and he yells and he's so happy he's so he's so excited because chief made it he escaped um and that is beautiful because ultimately this movie is a movie about hope and you know it it they did it in the end it's it's a really it's a really well done movie. Uh I can totally see why it got nominated for so many awards and it it was it was fantastic. It was um, amazing. It was it was so good. We just can't stop <laughs> not to sound like every like every other podcaster, but we kinda can't stop um raving about this movie. It's it was, it, was it was so good. It was so good. Um, uh, so, uh, with our main summary done, it's time for everyone's favorite segment, Twin Talk. So, what was your... Uh, twin Talk is a segment where we talk about things we liked throughout, throughout the movie and things that kind of don't hold up as well in modern day, in modern times. Things that maybe shouldn't have been put in there things that could have been appropriate for the time but are actually not appropriate so let's get right into it uh one thing i really liked about the movie was of course my favorite character billy i thought he was just awesome the actor looked really familiar but honestly i don't think i've ever seen him in anything other than that movie, but for some reason I was like, I know this dude, but I thought that was interesting. I don't think I've seen him in anything else, but he was really great. His acting was fantastic. Um, concerning the character of Billy, I really liked when he was able to dance with Candy, which I have said previously in today's episode, but I just, that was, I thought that was fantastic. I thought it was really nice. Another thing I really like about Billy is that, uh, Throughout the movie, he becomes kind of less uh, reserved. He kind of becomes more outgoing, more energetic. And that's in part to McMurphy and his, like, I don't know, leadership (laughs) or whatever. But I think he McMurphy encourages Billy to kind of get out of his comfort zone. And I think that's good. Uh, One of my favorite 
things in this movie is, you know, if you know me, I'm a really big fan of uh, character dynamics and character friendships. And uh, that's leading into, like, my my all-time favorite thing about this movie is the friendship between Chief and McMurphy because uh, although it's an unlikely pair, you're like, really? That? I don't know that that would happen. It does. And it's just really nice to see them being friends. They, like, confide in each other. They're, they're good. They're good friends. And keep in mind that this whole movie... It only, like, it's it's only supposed to happen in, like, a couple of months. So the fact that those two have such a strong friendship and they've only known each other for, like, less than a year is amazing. It's incredible. Uh, a couple of things that we didn't really like about this movie. Oh, I have. I have one. Okay, so one thing that I absolutely despised about this movie is the way that McMurphy talks about women. Like it's, it is it's it, disgusting. It's revolting. It is awful and it it just wouldn't hold up. It wouldn't hold up in movies. He's constantly no. like objectifying them and being really nasty like all the time and it's like mm-hmm. he's just ew, he's it's really like, gross. Gross. Uh another gross. thing that I don't particularly like about this movie or actually, McMurphy in general. McMurphy, I don't, I'm not a fan of McMurphy. Neither am I. And especially in the beginning, when he first meet, when he first meets Chief, uh, he mocks him and is really like racist towards him. And I'm like, that's not cool. Yeah, that was really not okay. Um, so that's just a couple of things we liked, and a couple things that would not hold up, and be disliked extremely um and i think that's it for today's episode uh once again thank you for joining us and we hope we can see you in the next one bye Bye.